So law enforcement's always hurting, no matter what, yeah. right? In numbers. So where the where do you think the first pool of people that we pick from? It's the pool of people that we said no to five years ago. It's happened right? to us too. So we're well, we're pulling from yeah. the jail. I'm not saying that the jail is any is any worse or better than law enforcement, but sometimes um, it's been known that jails will pick up people that law enforcement that ne- ne- didn't necessarily take. Um, that's what I've seen. Is that is that a rumor? I've heard the same things. I don't know how to hire them, but I've heard the same things. People don't get hired, so they come to corrections. We get some really good people in. But the problem is we get some really good people that stay for a long time, like guys like me who want to do the job and love being a correctional officer. we got other guys using it for a stepping stone to go on the road. And the thing is, you guys don't take the guys that don't make it. You can take the good offices. What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Antihero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However... None of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Antihero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you, so give them a try. Hey, let, let me know if I start talking too fast. I do talk fast sometimes, and I am from New York, and I had some caffeine, and I get all excited. All right, so your Instagram name is George, but your first name is George? George, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're sitting here with George. He is a, me and Sam talked about getting a corrections guy on here. George reached out. Um, He works in the area with us. So um, the first thing I want to ask, and then we'll get into what you do, how much is actually in a county jail? Very little. Very it's, little. It's, well, consider is different. If there's there sex consensual, not consensual between inmates, it's going to be considered rape. So we do the pre, which is, comes a headache for PREA, which is a Prison Elimination um, Act. So every inmate is a special phone where they can call. It's called a red phone and say, oh, I was raped. But if it's consensual, not consensual, it's very rarely that it's non-consensual. It yeah. does happen once in a while, but you wouldn't believe what inmates... For being a correctional officer, 21 years, I've seen, I worked federal prisons, I worked DOC prisons, and I worked jail. Guys that never had sex in their life, even women too, gay sex in their life, will have it in jail and then leave and never have it again. Yeah. Yeah, institutionalized. Now, that's more of a prison thing, right? It's in the jail too, no. Yeah? It's in the jail oh, too. so consensual sex. In the jail too. Hey, yeah. uh, what do you, is, I mean, I'm not trying to call it gay sex, but essentially gay for the stay. Yeah. Pretty much as they say. All right. So, George, what do you so do? Give us your background and then what you do today. All right. Um, I started corrections about twenty-one year, um, twenty-three years ago. I got a job with the Department of Corrections in Florida. I was living in New York. I applied for jobs down here. Came down, worked for them for about three years, and then I went out to Los Angeles Federal Corrections. I was I was prospect LAPD, so I went out to LA for a while to work a federal correction job. Didn't really like it out there. Realized is that it was, part of the sheriff's office. Um, it's it's separate. The, oh, the, okay. Like okay, like with our job too, Orange County Jail is not like you know another the sheriff's yeah, office. Yeah, we're one of like three counties in the yeah, state of Florida that's we, Department of Correction. I right? like it that way, and it's uh, we can get into that after if you want to talk about why I like it better than not being under the sheriff's office. Yeah, but with my background, so I went out to federal for a while. I was processing LAPD. I'm glad I did this way because I didn't like it out in Los Angeles. I went out there to kickbox back in the day, do stunt work, to visit, but I never lived out there. I got out there, I'm like, wow, it's just like just like New York with nicer weather, just as expensive. I want to go back to the South. So 
I came back to Florida, worked Coleman for a while, got fired. What's Coleman? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Coleman's the federal prison out there in Sutton County. Okay. It's federal correct uh, federal correctional facility, which they had a big stab in there. Um, that gymnast coach who raped the uh, I just he got saw stabbed, that today. He got stabbed out. That's where he got stabbed in Coleman. Oh. So he'll be, he should be coming to Orange Whoever stabbed him should be coming to Orange County Jail. We hold the federal for court down here. Mm. But yeah, so I worked there for a while. I got fired. Didn't want to, I wanted to get back in corrections, but I took a little break and I really missed it. I love being a correctional officer. So actually, I went to Orange County and they say, You're not certified. You have to go back to your academy. I was like, F, no, I'm not going to go back and do another effing academy. Yeah. So I actually called DOC and I left them great terms. I said, Hey, we got you. Got me back rehired in 40 days. When I started the first day at DOC again, Orange County called me, Hey, we made a mistake. You are certified. But I just got a DOC. I don't want to leave. And as soon as I got DOC, I started doing the that, That's stuff. federal? Uh, I'm sorry if I'm using terms that you guys you guys are saying the Department of Corrections right? Department of Corrections Florida the state prison system so I had that state prison system over there in uh, CFRC off the B line and then Orange County called me I stayed there for uh, DOC longer because I was doing the, the storms which is the gang stuff I, so I was doing some gang work over there and working the pods and then I went to Orange County Corrections after a while I wanted to see where everyone was going at one time Everyone went to Orange County Corrections. They were, had the, we had the money. We had the best jail in the world. We had everything going on there. And things have changed. We're going to discuss today about the hiring now. So I went to Orange County, worked the floor for a year. Then they started an intelligence unit in 2008, a gang unit intelligence unit. I got on, and I've been riding that out ever since for the last 15 years. Do you work, do you work intelligence that goes on in the, in the jail but pertains to the outside? Oh, absolutely, man. We work a lot with you guys, uh, OPD, other agencies. A lot of the intelligence comes through the jail, and like when we first started the intel unit, uh, the other like some some of the older sheriff's office guys, uh, OPD guys, and gang units, they didn't want to deal with us. Like, oh, they're the corrections. We had a bad reputation from a guy that used to run it years before that, and he's gone now. He's been gone for years. So we started working together, and the the times change, and the the, um, the turnover for you guys, gang units, really high all the time. So then we had new guys coming in that were actually correctional officers at one time, or realized what value corrections had in intel and we started working work a lot of stuff with you guys and um like in the jail all the inmates talked to me when i started doing intel in 2008 no one had tattoos one inmate called me tattoo one day my name for the last 15 years has been officer tattoo i walk through jails and hey tattoo i need to talk to you someone i've dealt with you before. think the tattoos make you more relatable absolutely uh i used to work this guy um i don't know if i say names and not on this on this thing but i used to work this guy a good friend of mine still went to internal affairs later on now he actually got picked up by Internal Affairs Fire Department, which is really good money. He went over there, but he, when we worked together, he was a Marine, and he looked like the Marine still. Mm-hmm. He was the one that wouldn't even talk to inmates. It was it was just a different the way he treated him. Well, I came around. I'm the guy with the tattoos. I'm the guy that's pretty down to earth and pretty pretty cool guy. And so they always started talking to me. They To the level where it got such a level to be talking to these guys that they would, uh, they'd come to jail and check in with me. Or they'd be talking to your street guys and be like, like um, some of the guys, your old gang, you know, be like, hey, F you guys, I don't want to talk to you. I'll talk to Tattoo in the jail. I'm like, oh, whatever. Talk to that guy. Not realizing we talk on off the record mm, all yeah. the time. I would always do stuff off the record so I was never brought to court. If I were brought to court, these guys aren't going to tell me anything anymore. Yep, that's And they're true. the ones that tell me where the drugs are, where the shanks are, who's fighting who. I'd had these guys talk to your guys in the street off the record and tell them information that, hey, don't put on the record, but I'll tell you this stuff. And it, it's always helped out. It's worked out real great. We started working really great together with OPD, with you guys, with uh, other agencies. We built it really for a long time, from 2009 to like 2015. We were all rock and roll with gang stuff, from the streets guys to jail guys to DOC guys. Is we it still like that now? No, it's changed a lot because the gangs have changed a lot. The times have changed a lot. 
I, pre- I, I don't really don't even know who's on your guys gang anymore. I don't I I heard Danny Orlando, but I think he's at oh, The thing about I'm like say a, names, am I? I we'll okay. Bleep it out. I yeah. think the thing about bleeps. Okay, so Oh yeah, by the way, everybody for our audio audience, Sam is here. He just hasn't said anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a listener. I didn't give a chance to say anything. I'm talking. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, a lot of th- people think that gangs at least in the agencies that I've worked, gangs is either one guy and they mix them with an intel or gangs is a couple of detectives that collect intelligence on gangs. Like when I grew up, Sam, maybe you too. When I grew up, I thought before I was a cop, I thought gangs were going to be guys in tack vests and beards, you know, yeah. out there crushing it. But gangs is really more intelligence than anything. Right? Am I wrong? He's talking to the guys. Like, I'll tell someone I work the gang unit. They think I'm kicking down cell doors and ripping things apart. At the end of the day, I'm really just talking to these guys, and they talk yeah. to me. You you don't talk in that way. Um, they're not gonna give you any information. They tell do you, you everything. Do they? Do you collect like tattoos and stuff? Yeah, like we that? do. Um, now we're a big agency, so we don't get everyone's tattoos coming through the jail. Where like um, Lake County, they tattoo everyone, but they barely everyone coming in. You know, That's we true. have too we have too much of a flow. You, oh yeah, man! Like a Friday or Saturday night, especially if there's something going I'll be on. We're sitting at the jail chilling for like two hours trying to get in that bitch. Yeah, it'd be so crass. So, but if we have when I did it, because uh, I don't do it as much now, because I do more canine now, but I'm still part of the unit. But when I did it, I'd go if I talked to them about anything. I don't care. If I'm talking about drugs. I don't care. If there's an inmate fight or a tattoo, and I'm taking a picture of all the tattoos, put it in a file. They might not be a gang member, an unfounded gang member per Florida statute, but I have their tattoos now. Do you, uh, what is, can't, do you bite in there in the jail? No, my dog's a jerk, though. Mm-hmm. He wants to bite all the time. He thinks, uh, he thinks, uh, thinks a German Shepherd, he's a Labrador. But you, we oh, so bite. we don't have bites. What's no, your dog he, for, he, drugs? He's actually drugs and cell phones. Cell phones, thumb drives, SIM cards, oh. and drugs, and narcotics. Our guys don't, they don't, they're not allowed to have that stuff in there? No, we, uh, getting cell phones is big money, man. If you get someone to bring a cell phone in for you, a volunteer or a civilian, so, hey, uh, you can get three thousand for one cell phone. They is that a, is that a thing? I don't want I don't want to speak on. You could speak on uh, jails and prisons as a culture. That's what we yeah. do. So like we're not necessarily talking about the jail that we work at. Well, well yeah, but I like know, you've been in different different facilities. Yeah, I know DOC. They would tell me their phones are getting over there. They're getting like three thousand dollars for someone to bring a phone into the uh, Department of Corrections. Are they able to hide it pretty good? Yeah, they move it fast. You can't keep up. And now, what do they use? The, is there Wi Fi? No, no, they just, um, yeah, TikTok, see it a lot. Um, yeah. No, there's regular. Um, now oh, they have data plans. Yeah, they have data plans. Um, I wish I, I, sh- I wish I had brought some to show you. We had these phones. They're called boss phones. Beat the boss phones. And it, they're so small, they're like a thumb drive. And they're, they look like they could only text a few letters at a time on it. But they do codes and everything else. They actually talk to people. And it's designed, if you look it up online to buy it, it's designed, it'll say, perfect to go up your bum. It is designed to go up in someone's anal cavity to hide it. It's a whole different culture of people moving stuff inside prisons and jails. They, they ass culture. Yeah, basically, it's a uh, a suitcase culture. They they train their their anuses, I guess I want to say, to be able to put things up and down there. And they can put stuff. We had a guy with a cell phone years ago. It was a flip phone. It was a long time ago. We knew we had the phone because we found the charger. We could never get the phone for him. So finally, we uh, something happened. I remember what happened, and we so we like, bring you for an X-ray right now. Bring it for an x-ray. You see the phone in him. It's so far up there, it's unreal. But when we finally say, hey, this captain's not there anymore. They, they uh, you take that phone out, or it's going to be taken out medically. We have medical staff with us when we do this. We're not doing it ourselves. We're not allowed to do that stuff. Medical staff checks for that. Let me just say that right now. Yeah. He squatted down and pulled this thing out like it was no big deal. It was not a big deal. Yeah. Hey, can you move the mic a little closer to your face? Thanks. It was no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, no, they train themselves the for that. Shut the fuck up, Sam. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm listening. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, they, I know um, nothing about they, jails. They, they'll train themselves just like mules on the who mule the drugs. Which I got some good stories for that too. We deal with with intel. Uh, by the way, oh never mind. Go. Oh, someone else here. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> no. I thought you were gonna puke on me. You went. <laughs> so I thought I missed something. No, I was gonna say something. What? I was going to say that our gang unit is fully staffed and we have 100 men and 100 everything. Yeah. Don't and, fuck around. And yeah. <laughs> and we okay. know everything. <laughs> we know everything. So oh, I, you, you must be the OPD then. <laughs> uh, a little yes. bit of cocky. Yes. Just kidding, OPD people. Um, OPD friends. I'm just so kidding. The, the culture, I realized that what law enforcement's been feeling the last 10 years, um, the PC... The CYA culture, mm-hmm. the, uh, the everything's on camera, no, nothing. It, it, I'm now realizing that the jails and corrections are having to deal with that too now. It's just been a while because, and I say that because when I started, it used to be a threat to say, don't let me tell the jail about you. And it used to be that they would act up and kick our windows out. And as soon as we pulled up in the sally port, it's yes sir, no sir, yes sir, no sir. It's still like that a lot today, but I'm... I'm realizing that the aggression, and I say aggression, I'm not saying people will get, you know, out of line, but the aggression from the jail staff has been, have you noticed, has been reared back a little bit? You know, they're not like as, they're not fucking people up like they used to. They're not stern. I plead the fifth. um, (laughs) On that note, uh, I think it's the cameras have changed a lot with stuff going on. There's old school guys. I used to hear stories about before I got there. I mean, if you were a child before I got there. You were a child molest, you were getting beat up. Now it doesn't really happen, even with the inmates too. But the cameras in the jail, people don't agree with me all the time. The cameras in jail has helped us out also because of inmate fights we had to track down. But the accusations, sometimes they would say. And the mm-hmm. cameras, like, well, the camera show, they had me in the elevator, they beat me up. And you, you, you pull the camera in the elevator and you just stand in the elevator. So the cameras actually on certain, cause, only because I know the eternal fair guys, because I work in intelligence, and they would tell me today, hey, those cameras actually have helped. And it's also, you know, hinder some people that got. Took it a little too far after use of force, and it, it just it just it's the nature of the game, and so I think a lot I think a lot of the jail culture has changed too from um, the inmates and the staff. I went into the jail a while back to take a report for some BS uh, sexual battery claim, which uh, and I got briefed by I want to say some kind of supervisor, I think it was a sergeant, and she's like. It's so bad now because your boards and people that sit on the Department of Corrections boards but are never in the jail, they're making up all these weird things now where you can't, you know, any type of claim gets investigated to the fullest. Like, he touched my butt when I was sleeping. Yeah, that came from the the Prison Rape Elimination Act from the feds. That's why that got really bad. So anything they say... you can put an inmate in handcuffs, walk him somewhere, and he turns around, calls his red phone, and says, "Oh, the officer touched my wiener when we were walking." And it's it's just it's shame that's got to be investigated because it, it's it's just the federal law, and it's that's what's changed everything. Oh, he touched even with inmates. Oh, the inmate touched my butt because he owed him money for uh, maybe gambling something. So he wants to hey, inmate tried to rape me, get me out of here. I need to be safe. And that's where it comes. The prison rumination like really changed a lot inside the jail. That's got to take so much manpower away and hours and you know, it does, it does, because, it stinks. Because it's I remember though, I, well, I was, well, if you get like uh, accused of something, do you get put on leave? Or it do depends you get, what the accusation is, how the accusation came across. There's a lot of factors to it. Just you just say, say you're an inmate and say hey, uh, 
Officer George here, um, he he touched he touched my butt, mm-hmm. and there's not any accusation to it. Like, wait, what? Okay, you you go here and put his inmate in, we'll put the inmate in PCs. There's a way for everyone to be really so we could watch him, not really get away from the officers. But if there was an incident and the guy turned camera, come that guy sell. I mean, it's so many different factors too. If they're gonna put you on no inmate contact or not, they used that first. Oh, it may accuse you or something, but no inmate. And they realize, hey, we can't put everyone on no inmate contact. It may start playing the system. Mm-hmm. They don't like an officer. Yes. This. And that's the report that's I went. Happened. I went and took that. And the sergeant was like, she was just like, dude, he's trying to get out of fucking away from them. And so all he has to do is say, oh, they touched me. And now they got to move them. But look at you guys. You guys have to come off the street to come into the jail. And you come to the jail. It isn't easy for you guys. You got to take your weapons off, take all your stuff off. That's t- 10, 20 minutes right there. Wait for someone which... I don't. At one time, you guys would walk through the jail. I don't think they let you anymore. I think you have to be escorted now through the jail. You got to find someone. Mm-hmm. We're so short staffed, we can't find someone. You guys get, hey, why is no one getting me? We're short staffed. Then you got to come take a report. That's nonsense. So it takes a body off the street for you guys. It take might take a body out of the jail. We are so short staffed. Like it's unlimited overtime now. I work so much overtime on the floor away from canine. It's unreal. Like you could write your own checks right now. Yeah. And so we have no one. We have no one's well, going I to the academies law, anymore. Uh, law enforcement. Why is that? I think the stipulation of law enforcement, uh, correct, and I told the guys in the fire department too, same thing. I didn't know that. They don't have anyone. I don't think anyone's put government work. I think, I think this, yeah. I don't believe you political can make that a I think they made dollars on YouTube. Yeah, they, they can do, they want to, <laughs> I know people left the jail who were correctional for years, left to go because they wanted to do Uber full time because they get cash money that day. You know, they're not about the retirement. I'm about retirement, man. I want my retirement. I don't want to think about what I'm going to do when I'm done. I want to do what I want to do for fun. I know what I want to do when I retire. I don't want nothing in law enforcement. I want to teach kickboxing, have fun. It's my fun job. I want to teach kickboxing and hang out and do whatever. I don't want to do anything in law enforcement. I don't worry. I want a monthly check. That's why I government work. I'm a moron, dude. Don't give me a uh, don't give me a payout check like a lot of people do. Not an investment check. I don't want that. I'll spend that. You yeah. know, it happens a lot. We get a lot of guys come back because that they spend that entire investment check fast. Yeah, for the man. um, I noticed too. Law enforcement. So law enforcement's always hurting, no matter what, yeah. right? In numbers. So where the where do you think the first pool of people that we pick from? It's the pool of people that we said no to five years ago. It's happened right? to us too. So we're we're, we're pulling from yeah. the jail. I'm not saying that the jail is any is any worse or better than law enforcement, but sometimes um, it's been known that jails will pick up people that law enforcement de- ne- didn't necessarily take. Um, that's what I've seen. Is that is that a rumor? I've heard the same things. I don't know how to hire them, but I've heard the same things. People don't get hired, so they come to corrections. We get some really good people in. But the problem is we get some really good people that stay for a long time, like guys like me who want to do the job, love being a correction officer. We got other guys using it for a stepping stone to go on the road. And the thing is, you guys don't take the guys that don't make it. You can take the good officers. You take the guys that are really good at oh, great yeah. back. You're not going to get, hey, <laughs> take this knucklehead. We don't like him. Like, we get, I'd have an agency, a UCF police call years ago. Hey, George, you know this guy? I'm like, yeah. It's like, we're thinking about taking him. like, I want to tell him, hey, man, take him. He's an idiot. But I couldn't tell him that because I want to get rid of him. But yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hey, uh, hey let me get your heads on the, off the record. Because people come to me because I know people from so long doing intel. But you're not taking our, you're not taking, you're, you're taking our cream of the crop. You're taking our best guys. You just yeah. got a few good guys from us uh, the last few years, man. But hey, more power to them. What's your favorite jail, Sam? I, I don't want to say any jails, but <laughs> it's true. not the one. Not the one that I Dan's currently... Dan's been at like fucking 10 different agencies, though. Really? So, yeah, so I, it's not the one that I'm currently at. I just... It's... Well, uh, uh, okay. So, we're talking right now. I think you're... you're I believe that jails run by sheriff's offices uh, make it better. 
selfishly better for us, worse for the people inside. Yes, I don't. I don't um, think we we go sheriff's office. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that any jail sense. that's run. So in the state of Florida, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's three counties, give or take, that have Department of Corrections running their stuff. May, might be more than three. I well, heard that three. Department, Department of Corrections is state. Yeah. Whatever say Department of Corrections is actually state oh, running oh, county yeah, jails. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, so but you're talking county, about having their own chief under the public safety director, not under a sheriff. Okay, so a county to corrections. That. So I, I would say that, like, from our view, it's better that the sheriff runs the jail. That's our view. And because it's, again, more selfish, because when I came to one place and I worked the area of the jail, now I'm getting dispatched to the jail to take reports for inmates wanting yeah. to complain on COs or crimes that were occurring in the jail. So yeah. it was super annoying. And one place that I worked for, we never touched that. And then the one, they had sworn in there to do it. Right? They had sworn they handled everything within there. So it was like we weren't a part of that. And then also the one place that I worked for when we went in, as soon as we went in, the inmates or the the arrestee was already turned over and then they shared the same system we did so like the tattoos and stuff all this stuff we could see through their system too we in the place i'm at <laughs> don't communicate like you're saying you're intel and i've been in this place for i don't know like six years and this is the first time like we've met and i've been there hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and i'm sure i could have found so much information in your system to help me with cases on the street be like hey this guy's here and look at your systems just to see something yeah i think what you're saying with that with the intel part and the gang part that always been an ongoing problem we like I'd have my buddies, like guys we talked about before. Like those are my buddies. They're always gonna call me. They're always gonna reach out to me. Then I have other people get information I don't want to share at all. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't share it. I've been on the unit for years. I could help you out. We had so much gang activity going on. For if you were in our unit and your guys' gang unit from 2007, or eight, nine to like 2015, you were rocking every day with gang stuff. We had to share information. But it was the guys we came buddies with that one that called us or we called them. Hey, I got something for you. I think went away. I think didn't you? The gang unit go to like. Me and Sam try not to discuss our agency's. Uh, we'll edit that out. Yeah, we try not to talk about our agency's business. Not that there's anything wrong yeah. with what you just talked about, but we try to not <laughs> poke the bear. <laughs> no, I mean, but yes, I I just think that law enforcement is suffering in numbers. It's being covered up, and therefore, the jail's probably always been suffering because. What's up? No, at one time. Oh, I thought you said something. At one time, no, no, no. At one time, we had so many officers. Everyone's come to us. What's one time? What was that? At, uh, and why were they coming? 13, 14, uh, from 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, all the way up until... It only stopped, really, with RGO, maybe three years ago. So we need another economy crash. Yeah, everyone's coming to us. Everyone want to be a government worker. But if you worked another jail or if you worked Department of Corrections, Florida, they would get, we got paid more money. We had unlimited overtime. So people would come to us like crazy. But now with the Department of Corrections raise they got, Florida Department of Corrections they, they got, people are leaving us to go back there now because they're making more money. Is that there was a lot, of, of, a lot of private jails in Florida? I only know of two of them down south. I don't know if there's What's more than that. Um, they're just They're run by... Um, Civ it's a, like all civilians. Yeah, it's all civilians around there. They're a mess. You get basically pay your way to get into a private jail, though. 
you pay as an as an inmate, you have to pay a certain money. So you actually pay your way to Who private are jail. Are the guards sworn? They're uh, not sworn. No, they're basically like G four security guy type type people. It's not. I don't know if it's G four job. Yeah, it's not trained. So they're security guards. They're not correction. Basically, officers. security guards. Yeah, not correction officers, and not sworn that under Florida <laughs> statute. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wouldn't want to do it because the inmates basically pay the ways to get there and just run like it's like crazy. It's kind of like those people that do the uh, those inmate transports. The private companies did. That's a horrible job. I don't know how these guys do that. Everyone I talk to, that's a horrible job. Yeah. yeah. When I was in the National Guard, the only reason I knew about private jails was a couple. There was a couple of guys that were in those private jails, and they talked about, and they were at that time when I was in, they were at eleven dollars an hour, and they were taking they care of guys know. who were murderers. And stuff <laughs> yeah. For eleven dollars an I'm hour. I'm gonna escape. All right. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's kind of like the um, that when uh, who was a governor Scott years ago. He was like make everything private. Tried mm-hmm. everything private. He did, and he actually violated a lot of federal laws. They stopped it, but he started closing state prisons down to combine prisons together, open up private because he had friends in the private industry. Well, imagine that the government fucking trying to make money. It's insane, so, right? It's such a or weird not the government concept. trying to make money, politicians trying to make money. It's such a crazy concept that really happens. Why do people come from out of state to come to Florida? Like you just said, there was a guy in California who stabbed and killed somebody or stabbed somebody. He's coming to this no, place. Well, because he was a federal inmate. So why are they coming here in Florida? Because the same thing the, like with... Uh, the feds can put you anywhere they want in the country. If you're a federal inmate, you just go to the different federal prisons. Why do all country. the Italian mafia bosses come down to Florida? I think it's a Boca Raton. <laughs> I'm not sure because, um, you know, our federal prison, we had a lot of mafia guys. But when I worked at the federal prison in 2004, we had 9-11 terrorists there. Uh, we had other terrorist guys there. We had a lot of mafia, Wait, they like you said. Die. Huh? 9-11 terrorists didn't all die? Um, guys, other guys, other guys that were still part of the intel uh, part of it, yeah. No, we had the dead bodies. I knew it. It was a conspiracy. We, we had the dead bodies hanging out. No, these guys that were um, involved somehow, you know, different people they picked up. And, um, like, we'd have, we did have a lot of mafia guys. It was kind of funny you say well, that. Well, yeah. the reason I asked was, like, my dad, when he was a cop in New York in the 70s and 80s, some guys that were corrupt got picked up. They all got shipped down to Florida. Yeah. And they all died in Florida prisons. I was just curious. No, I, I, honestly, I don't. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, well, they died of old age, but I was wondering yeah. why they're all, all these like high, like the Whitey Bulger guy from Black Mass. He went to Florida. The big, uh, everybody went to Florida. Well, at a certain level, some of them go to the Colorado Soup Max, like some of the main, main the guys like um, like Hoover who saw the the, the gang disciples years ago. He went to the Colorado Soup Max. A lot of guys go to the Colorado Soup Max, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure why some people come to Federal Coleman. A lot of people come to Federal Coleman, but you'll see some of these guys. They'll transfer all over the country. The whole entire um, incarceration. They'll transfer. They'll be transferring all different places. Mm. And Coleman's huge too. Coleman's very big. Coleman's is is a ginormous compound. Now it is. It's funny. When I worked there years ago, there was nothing around there. I went to an Intel meeting like a few years back. And when I used to work at Coleman, I used to drive down the four-way to the Turnpike to Claremont and cut around. And had to go. To, now they have like exits right there. And they really built up because a lot of people started buying houses in Leesburg too and built up Leesburg over there. So yeah, it used to be very remote at one time. Yeah. So you guys. So, okay. We talked about this a little bit briefly. Um, yeah, I'm all over the place. The sorry. cop killer, uh, Lloyd. What's yeah, Marquis Lloyd. Lloyd. He killed. Uh, uh, he executed an o, an Orlando Police Department sergeant um, mm-hmm. while he was being apprehended, or right before he was apprehended. So, and then another deputy in that county, uh, in Orange County, 
crashed in an effort to aid in his apprehension. Yeah, 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 murdered his pregnant girlfriend. So this yeah. guy's a true piece of shit. Mm-hmm. This guy's also one of the dudes that um, when they found him, I think that was the last case of, uh, you know, uh, get, get a little bit of street justice. Uh, he They pulled him out and he lost his eye for the ass beating yeah. he got. And I heard that whatever bird was above, I don't know if this is true, their camera tilted over when uh, during some stuff. Again, that, you know, so it didn't capture anything, but he got tuned up, lost his eye. And when I went into the jail, uh, a lot, of, I was talking to a guard and they said, and, and I think you're going to rebut this, but he said that anytime Markeith Lloyd is in orange, is in <laughs> the jail because of an appellate process or an appeals process, it's a nightmare because I heard a, he's really big and he's a giant asshole. And so your thoughts. So every time Lloyd comes in, uh, he goes, to this, we have a this place called the six floors are really bad guys or admin confinement guys where they can come in and out of the jail, the, the cell one hour a day and that's it. And they're, they're escorted by our, mostly our special response team guys escort them. Lloyd knows who he can mess with and who he couldn't mess with. A senior officer he wasn't messed with. He is actually institutionalized kind of already. So once he's back in the institution from, he was a federal inmate years ago. So he came back in. He really didn't give you a hard time. He had his issues, but he didn't really. But yeah, it's, a, it's only a pain because when they moved him, we had to have, you know, uh, our special response team move him because high profile cases, they get violent and stuff. But uh, I work a lot of overtime up there. I never had an issue with the guy. I don't, you, met you know, him? I met him. Um, I've seen him all day. Yeah, I served in shower before I did. As a correctional officer, so many years, I tried to think about what people do. Yeah, do I know that he's garbage? Yeah, but if you looked at every single inmate in there because we do have other cop kills we had um we had a guy out there for so long that i didn't know he was the so- the sovereign that executed the two uh, officers in Kissimmee. never knew who he was i worked up there never looked oh, up wow. his charges because we were holding from osceola county and one day, very respectful very uh polite respectful to the officers yes no is one day and one says you know what that is i said no nah, i don't really pay attention to um i wasn't really doing anything anymore i'm doing canine now so i don't really pay and he told me that was like wow because they're different from the street and inside the jail a lot of times so did we have issues with Lloyd? Yeah, we had issues with him, but not to the level that people try to say they did uh, sometimes. But we there was issues with him, but not not like it wasn't. I worked over there, I worked up there all the time. A senior officer worked that floor, and he didn't give us a hard time, mm-hmm. except for one time he did because he he wanted to pull a lot of stuff to try and get an outside charge, not to go to DOC, and it didn't work. That was mm-hmm. it. But yeah, but certain inmates we have other inmates are a lot worse than Lloyd that people don't know we have in there. We had this one guy. Um, I don't know his name out there. He's still going to court and everything like that, but we. He came in California. Uh, he's in California. Right, a few days before he came in California, he killed his roommate and stuck him under a bunk in a California prison. We've been in California prison forever. They got him always in murder. This guy's been killing people for years. They brought him back here for a case. Been out of jail for like eight, nine years now, waiting to go back to court. But again, very institutionalized, very respectful. Will he kill me to get through that door to go home? Of course. He's a bad dude. But you wouldn't know he was a bad dude because not like the movies. It's not like the movies where you walk through and like, hey, and they're... It's not like... The, you have more... You get... Bigger problems with fights and uses of force, inmates that buck, that buck on you, like resist you, just resist you, your verbal order from transits and child molesters. They do the murder. So, oh, okay, so it's the dudes that have been essentially raised in institutions yeah. um, since they were teenagers. They know how to act. That's oh, It's yeah. almost like they act more normal behind yeah. bars than they do out in society. And they know who they can mess with, who they can't mess They know who new officers are. They know who's doing what. Uh, but I said, yeah, I... I <laughs> 
transies and child molesters give you a hard time. They'll they'll crush you. Child out. molesters give you a hard because because child molesters, a lot of them I've dealt with in my career. They think they did nothing wrong, mm-hmm. and they think oh, they like did nothing wrong. Yeah, quality. they think they did nothing wrong. Uh, we had this guy years ago, like two thousand seven, and he was a doctor. He's going to prison for molesting these kids and that. But he always be like, "I'm a doctor. What are you?" I said, "I'm not going to prison raping kids." You know, as like I said, I, I, you might be a doctor, but I'm going home later. You know. Are you still? Are you allowed to talk shit to people, or is that frowned upon now? If, if like, you, and I only ask because in law enforcement, we and Sam talk about this all the time. Ten years ago, you could talk all the shit you wanted. People talk back. You know, obviously we're cops. We're respectful to people. Yeah. But sometimes people just need to be called a fucking asshole, and cops can't do that nowadays. But are you guys allowed to do that, or is that? Yeah, supposed to, but it happens sometimes. You sure with inmates, you sure respect. They mostly give you respect. But, yeah, but once in a while, you got you got you got you got to run your mouth. But a little bit. you guys have a different you guys have a different thing going on because as cops, we only have to deal with somebody until they get to the jail. We're done with them. You have People. to live with them, and it's a respect thing. And when we're when someone's talking shit to us, you know, I know in twenty minutes, I, I if he's that bad, I know I bring him in and y'all take him, and I can type my report in peace. Yeah. Where y'all, it's almost like you can't let someone talk to you that way. You know, and and there's no rules against them yeah. saying, "Hey, you know, you," beep, 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 but it it, de- it depends because um, like you know, they'll run their mouth to you, and you don't let it bother you, they're gonna shut up. But when I've seen them push buttons on, especially newer offices, and they go crazy yelling and screaming, like that guy just got to you, man. Don't let him get to you. At the end of the day, uh, I'm it's going home. Be different, I, I again, and I said I'm at a different level because I know these inmates are so long. They trust, they respect me. I built trust with these guys doing intel and gang slong. But I have guys yell at me who know who I am. They yell at me, and I was like, all right, dude. Like unless you put your hands on me or spit on me, I mean, it is what it is. But the difference of your guys' job, my job is every day. I know I'm walking to a place where three thousand people have been in trouble for something. Not everyone's guilty. Not everyone made some people charged wrongly. But at the end of the day, I know. I know there's three thousand there's three thousand inmates in there. Well, now numbers are lower. One time we had six thousand inmates years ago. We had inmates everywhere, but with the new thanks Biden. Yeah, and, but I know I'm walking into a jail. Not saying what jail we're at. Now walk into a jail, and um, I know it's all they're all inmates. So I know I got to make sure who's going to get over me, what's going to happen. So I let those guys push my buttons. You know, the worst thing you could do as an officer, and I've had <laughs> good example. I'm working overtime in a lockdown area. Not say I'm work with. It goes, hey, man, you ready to write some reports? These guys pissed me off yesterday. I said, no. I go, that was yesterday. Today's a new day. I go, let's see what happens. But again, when I started working it, all the inmates know me. So no one gives a hard time. They go, hey, Tattoo, what's going on? How you doing? You know? So it's like, no, whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday. Unless you're working a case or working intel or working gang. Yeah, and then yesterday has come back to today because we have to do stuff. But if you're letting these inmates bother you, make fun of you, call us names. Oh, yeah, ship an inmate out. Oh, you're the shipping house because you like us. Hey, listen, man. I've been a correctional for 21 years. I've seen a lot of naked dudes. Yeah, it's dude. just part of the well, job. You know what well, I mean? I was gonna ask a question about. So my father, he came back from Vietnam. He did one year in Rikers Island. <sighs> did you ever face this problem? Because he's like, I did one year, and the reason I quit and went to the NYPD, and it was, you know, the NYPD was asking for Vietnam vets, but he started feeling like them because he was spending so much time no, in the jail i can cut it off a lot of people some people can't but yeah. it might be because he's ptsd in vietnam they remember yeah. they didn't discuss ptsd back then and stuff like that so he, he, said, he was like I, I felt like i was in no. the jail with these nope. guys surviving mm. he's no. like I, and it was just psychotic in there and it was just uh, now, right, I, I, I don't know because right? i know i'm going home again i said i don't work the floor every day i work you know, I, mean, I do work overtime on the floor once twice a week but I'm, i never well, had I'm that feeling like 20 years ago no nah, i never had before. that feeling because i knew i was going home at the end of the day i never had that level 
of, oh, these guys getting to me. I'm going to go home and, and drink and start fights and stuff. I, but then, man, you're a military guy. You saw combat. Maybe I had PTSD. I will set that off more. Where, like, loud noises. Loud as hell in there. Your dad was in Vietnam, so it's probably like, whoa, it's loud and chaotic. No, and, I think you know, what he's saying is that, like, almost like you become... Like you bathe in sin for so long to the point where you start sinning yourself. It happens, I'm yeah. sure, but speaking of myself. I, I respect never, someone that can work in corrections for 24 years and says they like it and is not cynical. It. You got, you're got you a very it, positive person. I get to hang out with my dog every day. I, think, I got the worst day in corrections. I know me and my dog are driving home together and we're going to be buds. And uh, I don't, I said I can, even when I, I worked the floor the other day, I worked overtime the other day, all day on the floor, work with guys I knew. Guys who I taught their academy years ago, they're up in like their supervisors now. I don't let it get to me, man. It's just got to be draining. Like I watched my wife. Um, we did a stint where oh. we, yeah, that's you. <laughs> um, where she was doing, uh, she had to do prisoner transport back when she was in law enforcement for a while. And I remember her coming home and telling me just how mentally exhausting it is balancing like, um, like I, it's mentally exhausting for me to have someone in my car for three hours to show them the respect they need and teeter the line of being a law enforcement officer and an authority and someone in a power of, in a position of authority versus someone that deserves respect. They're a human being mm-hmm. and they like to push that until you, you know, and it's just. Yeah, yeah like, kind of uh, like what you're they'll saying. They'll do the like, test, yeah. I've walked in the areas and inmates test me and my dog and test me or something like that. And it's usually an inmate that knows me shuts it down right away. You know, oh. that's tattooed. Because you have good that relationships with some of the guys that... Dude, some of these gang members owe me so many favors. It's unreal. And not favors are dating bad. <laughs> it could have it been easily as just back in the day getting a phone call to their mom and dad. We would never let them call a victim. Never call, but you get a... Like you say, hey, how do you guys get information? And like people, you give them cigarettes, give them food, give them this. Yeah, we get them food here and there from the cafe, from our our kitchen. Not, not illegally. Not nothing coming in from the outside. But man, you get an inmate who's whose baby mom has had another kid, and you bring him to that phone, and um, and let him use the phone five minutes to talk to talk to who's like. But you're allowed that to do that. Every, where, as to, Intel is allowed to do that. To, as a regular correctional officer, you can't do that. Yeah, but you have the I authority do stuff that you to could, do that. Yeah, my major back in the day, the one who uh, he's actually deputy chief retired a few years ago. He'd be like, do what you do and figure out what's going on here. So, okay, I'm going to talk to some of the inmates. So they know, like, we, would give them a fo- we didn't do anything illegal. We didn't bring food in from the outside. Um, and we we just like, hey, man, but you just give them that respect. To the, hey, man, uh, you know, hey, call your baby mom. Call your mom. You're not allowed to call a victim. We're going to listen to the phone call on speaker so we know nothing's bad going on. Mm-hmm. Or and, do you uh, give them... You give them calls off the records, or is it got to be recorded? Soon? No, we'll give them in the office off the record. Off yeah, the record off calls, the record, yeah. Huh? That's what I said. It's got to be. It's got to be a fan. I mean, it's be, again. It's unwritten law. This is years ago. We did Intel. Yeah, it's like, they yeah, don't do it yeah. anymore. But it's like uh, you put it on speakerphone and say, "Hey, real police works." No, I feel like that's that just being human, though. Yeah, and you show them a little human. Like all right, one guy did that for years ago, and he's always every time I come in. Then they had that big. Uh, Shooting at Diamond Club with the bike gangs and street gangs a years ago. All that whole stuff going on with the uh, the Rough Riders and the um, that's a real thing, Rough Riders. Yeah, real oh, bikers. Uh, well, what happened was a lot of the street. Yeah, a lot of the street. Yeah, yeah. Lot, like, yeah, sport bike clubs. What happened was um, years ago, a lot of these sport bike clubs started coming up, and they're wearing rockers. And they weren't getting out. They weren't permission from the outlaws. So the outlaws say, okay, we took the Rough Riders from New York, come down here, a guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't even call him Wingnut. I don't know his real name was. He was in charge of them all. And uh, the, these guys do called uh, Most Wanted. Then they turned into, um, not Legion of Doom, is a new group now. Oh. 
Sounds like a wrestling thug tag riders. Team. They turned. They, they <laughs> became thug riders from New Jersey. They wound up patching over. The other group was a big thug riders, huge sport bike club. And now, now they do street bikes to um, motor, you know, um, cruising bikes. So they had these guys come up to the Diamond Clubs. Hey, give us your patch, your rockers, or outlaw stadium. And they said no. That there was like a whole bunch of shootouts because of that. They started a Diamond Club. They had a shootout in the 408. They had a shootout on a, not the one with the Warlocks, but these other fight shooting all over sport bike clubs wearing rockers. Well, one of the guys, these are street gang guys, getting recruited to these sport bike clubs. A guy that I owed, a, owed me a favor because I let him call his baby mama like probably five years before that. He says, hey, man, I need you to talk to a few of the guys from the street, you know, agencies off the record and give him some information. They did because he owed me a favor and called his baby mama. That's They exact, respect that? Absolutely. Because the shit bags that, well, I'll say it, the shit bags that we run into, they have no code of honor. Now, the people that you deal with that are institutionalized most of their life, they have to learn a code of honor or they won't survive. Outside, the ones that cry when they have to go to jail, they don't recognize. Like when we're on the street, very few people, and there's very, it's becoming very few and far between that you find someone on the street, you hook up on a misdemeanor, you let sly, mm-hmm. you owe me one. Those days are gone. I'm not talking about save Those my life. Those days are gone, yeah. But I'm talking about like, you know, like, hey, yo, remember that one time? And they'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't have anything for you. Like, okay, that's the last time. But they don't, again, it's a, it's a game. I don't expect him to take a bullet for me, but when I hook him up, you know, and but that that's that street code yeah, is gone. gone. I think it changed. You know what the problem we talk about? You guys bring them to us, and they're such a hard time. You guys get them right at the heat of the moment, heat yeah. of arresting them, or maybe a shooting or drug acts. You let them. I had guys come in that I knew for years that are acting the fool, detox me after a week or two, and then like they apologize. The officer give them a hard time because they detox. Because now they detox. They're not on drugs. They don't have their guns. They might have shanks. They don't have their weapons. So when you guys get them. It's the heat of the moment. I that's believe. what I don't work the streets. I'm not really of, sure. But that's what I always thought. That's what law enforcement. Uh, the toughest part about law enforcement and with rookies and is that you get there and it's the heat of the moment and it's me taking you to jail and now we're together and we're doing this whole process together and it's the I'm the one who's technically ruining yeah. ruining your life. Yeah. So that's what sucks. And then when we pass them off to COs, they don't know that CO, so they act yeah. different. Yeah, hey, I would run through that booking floor, and you know those guys shout out to me a lot of times. But I say, hey, you're with these guys, not ours yet. I'll talk yeah. to you. Go inside. What's a what's something that a a new guy in working at your jail? Let's say let's just use jails, county jails. What's a, how long are you going to stay on the floor, and what are ways to get out of you know the grunt? Especially teams get special teams. Yeah, I tell yeah. I I mean control. I'm sorry. I know what you mean. I tell people all the time, the academy, you get off the floor, you know, get the specialty spot, get something you like. But right now we're so short staffed and I, we're, our Intel gang unit is three people down for like eight, two years now. They yeah. won't, they won't fill them. So the other people on the Intel gang unit who don't do canine are overworked with some, because we have so many drug cases going on. Others that we, we deal with this paper drug stuff. That's really hard to dogs only find it's chemicals, it's a whole different subject later on if you want, but they can't fill it. So we have transportation spots. Like, we got these good spots in transportation where you drive, like, kind of what you were doing to court. You bring people back and forth to court. It's a great spot to get. You have that bunch of years to get it. We have other admin spots, but they won't they won't post anything because they can't get the bodies off the floor. So when you had kids coming in for a few years, like, hey, I know in five years I can get to Intel, or, or uh, but I can get over to the, the rec team to work the recreation yard, or I could work the training division. It's not really happening now. It's not getting them incentive to go anywhere. Not because the jail is being mean. It's because there's no bodies to let you move around. Unless you're going to become, you put in for corporal, that's about it. So they won't fill these spots. So normally it would have been like five years, you can put in for Intel. 
in a few years, two, I think it's two or three years, put in for a corporal, get off the floor, get an admin spot. It's more than that. Uh, yeah. it, now because it's, they're not posting stuff because of uh, they're not post up because that we're so short. But and, it, and that's why a lot of people used to come to our jail at one time. You work at other agency in jails, you um, you can go to that jail to go work that day, and hey, you're going out to the hospital with an inmate. Or hey, uh, you going you got to go work here, this specialty spot here, but you're not get specialty team. Where our place always had, we have all these transportation offices that drive people around all day long. It's a great spot. It's a great correctional gig, driving back for the courthouse, driving back to other prisons. That's corrections. Stuff. It's corrections. Yeah, it's a great gig. Then we then we have a rec teams. We have uh, we have a team of um, it's called FSS. They do inspections and stuff like that. We have so many spots you can go to as an admin correction officer, still get your high risk retirement, and still not deal with inmates that much. Yeah. So, but it's hard to get to those spots now. Back in the day, three to five years, you can get these good, some cool spots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the most dangerous CO spot? I think they all kind of are. Depends where you are. Um, I think transportation is because they're riskier on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have a, my canine vehicle looks like a, sh- a, a deputy's vehicle. We have a six point stars as correction instead of saying thing. So people wait, flag, wait, say that again? my canine your, vehicle Your New York like, is coming out. Oh, my, uh, <laughs> my canine vehicle looks like, looks like your vehicle, but with yeah. a six point star. Okay. It has correction. So I get people flag me down. I get people think I'm a deputy and I have stopped for car. Well, <laughs> I stopped for oh, car accidents before and just as a car accident, I stopped for a medical thing. But I, I remember this guy, uh, I got flagged down for this big accident on orange Avenue from the dunk Donuts right there. This guy had all these cars. Like he's drunk. I called nine one. He said, listen, I mean, sure right away. I'm a correction. I have no rest authority. This guy's walking away from the scene. I go, there's an accident here. Just send someone. I have no, and they're like, oh, get that guy drunk. I said, I'm a correctional. I have no, I have no authority to detain anyone on the street. I made sure they knew that I wasn't trying to be, so, but I, but it was an accident. Someone was hurt, so I stopped. Yeah. You yeah. know, but other times, like, when one guy flagged, hey, that guy just robbed me. I said, call 911. Yeah. They'll be yeah. there in three hours. Well, because the people just see. <laughs> <laughs> call 911. Yeah. I mean, people see a uniform, though. They don't care. I mean, look, a, a lot of times with us, I mean, we'll be. Driving, like, you know, like, we'll drive, well, I mean, you know, I mean, let's say you go into the gym before work, you know, you're not going to be, the people will flag you down, they, they'll flag people, what was it? I heard it again, it yeah, sounds like, I heard it too. yeah, oh, I did hear that, is your, it went off once before, you guys didn't hear, no, are you guys secretly recording me for my job in internal affairs? No, <laughs> hey, I gotta go, there is, I heard it, I just I heard, heard it, it I don't have one. Damn you fucking IA snitch. I was gonna I was wondering why he was wanting to <laughs> My name my name is George Smith. I'm out of here. No, I pro- I promise. I, it, it sounded like Sam, get him to say this. <laughs> that is fucking weird. Talk about T talk about TRT. I whoa. Yeah. I heard it, but I was talking and then I, yeah, I didn't I thought it was something crazy. I don't know how this stuff works. I'm old. It sounds like a radio. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it too, but I, was, I thought it was something you guys are doing because I'm some old man. I don't know. I think this stuff works. It's not, no one has anything on their phone, right? No. That is so odd. I don't think that. No. It was like, no, that was like a, that was a walkie talkie when you hit it, when you're done letting it Wait, edit. Aren't you supposed to say edit so you can edit this stuff? No, this is good content. Okay, oh. Yeah. Oh no, those meth heads crawl around those attics sometimes. Maybe they planted something back there and they're listening to us. Edit in. Shut up, Kendra. You're not shut up. All right. Anyways, um, I wanted to ask. 
because county or count well this is across the state county county jails they're only supposed to be there a year but there's a lot of guys that stay over the year if they they could be sentenced to less than one year they say can but this guy's like like there's one guy I talked about before for King of California he's been there eight nine years now there's some people so some people get the so it, what's what's worse is a federal jail or a county jail a federal is federal is federal is very violent people don't realize when I worked there actually a lot of violent but at the end of the day it's better uh people don't like being in the county jail they want to go they want to go to prison because prison they have more freedom to go to the rec yards, walk around, order more food. Uh, not freedom like to get away and like escape mm-hmm. or anything, but they we they're very limited movement in the jail. You know, you go to rec once you're lucky for an hour a but day. But jail jails where you have the two man cell. No, 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 no. No, no, sorry, sorry. Prisons. We where do, you have no, the two we have two man cell. cell. No, all, everything's different. It depends where you go. I watch um, a lot of movies, okay? Yeah, the movie. <laughs> so I haven't been to any. Okay, I'll tell you right now. I was very disappointed when I got hired on from corrections years ago. I walk into the prison, like, hey, where's all the bars? I thought it'd be like big bars and people yelling at me yeah. and stuff. No, it's not like that at all. It's sliding doors and open. Florida has a lot of open bay area, open bay, like uh, block, open bay areas. That's yeah. a great show. We, well, we, we do too. That with a, um, what's that jail show we always watch? Oh my God, that is an I don't amazing. Think I don't think that show is real. No, it's, really I don't. Really how could you put someone in there for that kind of, for that in, the, the, what if stabbed to death or, <laughs> or raped? Season yeah. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why, um, how I think they pick the, if it's real inmates, they pick hand picking those inmates to and they, hey man, this is what you got going what on. What was the guy that uh oh sorry. That's it right. was the guy that uh he was he would uh the child molesters, something Hansen. Chris Hansen. Yeah, you know why that show got killed? Yeah, because someone got killed on it. Yeah, you know who the killed was? No the killer, killed, victim? Yeah. No. Okay. Was he a child it was a state attorney. <laughs> yeah. So he caught the state attorney and the state attorney ran out and killed himself. And it was all on their thing, but they, they never aired that show. I want to see that show now. Yeah, and then That's they the I want to it. see. It's like yeah. the one episode everyone wants to see. <laughs> Do they um, are inmates dressed different for their crimes? Like, hey, I'm a life inmate. No, they they dress different for the custody levels of their behavior sometimes. Okay. Like um, like um, you have a low custody guy. He can be a worker, so he'll be wearing orange. A lot of times, or he worked the kitchen. It wears yellow, just so you know. Hey, that's a worker. So it's not like, hey, I'm here for life. I wear this color. No, they have uh, they have different colors on their IDs, mm-hmm. and but it's not always because of their crime. You can have a guy. You can have a guy. Again, let's go back to a homeless transient guy. And without saying homeless, no transients. With transient guy comes in, bums. He could bums. He could fight, spit on you, try and stab his. He can he can come in for a trespass charge. You guys gave him fought the officers on the way in, and next you know you're max one going to special management because you gave so much a hard time. You can have a murderer. The murders will never be under. There's different levels. Four different levels we have left. Uh, low is yellow. Then the right above that's green. Those guys will all be different workers in different areas. Above that's orange, and um, they can be workers in certain spots in their, in their building. They can't go to different buildings. But then you have blue and red. Blue is the, could be murderers, rapists, child molesters that don't cause any problems. The red are the ones that come in like the Lloyds. He's coming, he came in as a red. Red. He's to be a red, special man, close custody. Red are the guys that either the capital life inmates come back for a crime to come to prison to go back to court, or they give you such a hard time. Just because he murdered a police officer doesn't mean he's going to be a red. We always fought that sometimes in classification. He should be. It doesn't matter. If they're a murderer, they can still be a blue. But they won't get any jobs anywhere. They have to stay in their cells all the time. But they'll be in general population. Mm. A reds, reds are either I had like in admin confinements. Of, I had a sex offender the other day that got red. He Probably because it's probably his behavior. 
He past behavior will dictate what color. He he can come in on a charge, but his last past behavior will make him red right away again from past behavior. Do do, do uh, child molesters and sexual predators? Do they get red for their protection or no? No, they don't really get PC. They, it's not like they used to get PC. Now they're they're in general population. Whoa! They can say they're oh, served up to street um, justice. The street judge changed a lot, and that came from cameras too. So the days of these guys now, unless it's really heinous, they re, if it's really heinous. Tra- charge, yeah, they will go to PC for the while and get cleared. Then go to general population. Um, <laughs> and then they go to general population. Yeah, we, had a <laughs> we had a good case. Of, oh, no, that case is still going. I can't talk about that one. I'll talk about it off the record later. That's a good story. But, um, yeah, it's, it's from behavioral. So they'll go to PC, pet custody for a little while. Then you get kicked out of pet custody and go to um, go to general population. And sometimes business will be handled. Sometimes it won't. Depends on the level of the child unless in charge, I guess. It's not like it used to be where they used to handle. They used to be handled. I thought they were protected. Only, only when they first come in, they have to be uh, looked at by the uh, classification and the major sign off. Okay, these guys need PC, and some of them don't want PC. They want to go general population. Well, so if you, know? you if you're if you get busted for something that all the inmates don't like, you better bond out of jail fast. Yeah, know? like if you're a law enforcement, <laughs> you you're a law enforcement officer, a private law enforcement officer, you're going to PC. You have no choice. You're going to pay for you're, your whole stay. Yeah, you come in for a DUI. Yeah, come let's in. talk about that. Let's okay. talk about that. Um, the yeah, in, that'll be good. The intake of law enforcement officers. I say this all the time. I feel for you know. I I feel for cops. Oh, oh, what is it? What is it? We used to have these buttons to warn each other when we started the podcast. We had these like buttons to like when somebody was getting out of line, you hit it and they had to stop talking. Oh. That's what it was. You're hitting them with your damn toes. Okay. Anyways. Okay, sorry. Cops, you know, they they live the environment that they surround themselves with. It's really easy for them to succumb to it. I think sometimes with a drinking problem. Oh yeah. Or anything like that. You know, maybe they take their anger at home and uh, grab their wife. You know, or or grab her husband, it, and I feel like you know those things right there. It's a it's a career killer. It's a life. It, it could be a life. You know, as far as like, you know, because when you're a cop and you get arrested, now no one. It's hard to get a job anywhere because people are like, "Whoa, you got fired as a cop." That means you're a morally bad person. Yeah. No, it means that you, and in in your job too, you're held to such a high standard. Yeah. All right, you can't wait. Hit that camera. I know, huh? You can hit it. Um, but as far as intake for a law enforcement officer, um, give me the jail side. I know that law enforcement, the agencies are going to have their admin involved. I know the state's going to be involved in that. But as far as correction goes, how does that? Well, if it's someone that we they know they're going to put charge on, maybe. Maybe it's an assault charge or something. They're waiting for his DA to pick up, and they're ready to come back to jail. They'll be ready for him to do a fast track. They fast track him through booking, put him in PC. And the same thing if someone comes in, say, say, it's just a, say an officer got a DUI, and they get arrested. They're just gonna fast track him through the booking. They're not gonna stay on the booking floor. They're gonna fast track through, do their stuff. And they're gonna go to a PC cell away from everybody. They're not gonna be on the booking floor. Gonna, they call it fast tracking. Uh, that's good for now. Yeah. yeah but then they go to PC if they stay in the jail. They're going to PC. Okay, so you, you know? got to get out of the jail. You got to yeah. find out. Yeah, we had a guy. Um, he was a CEO years ago. Went to prison. I mean, years ago, went to prison. Came back. He came back so many times that eventually 
No one even realized he even worked there. Year, new people, and I saw one day he was in PC going back to DOC. I'm like, hey, you know that? Not PC. He was in general population. Hey, you know that guy's general population? Like, man, no one even knows who he is anymore. Who was he? It was it was an officer years ago, uh, and he got child molesting charges and he went to prison. So he always comes back, but you swear he's an inmate now. You wouldn't even know. Was back in the day you put him in PC. I mean, this is like going back years. Before general population intel. in a county jail. How at risk is a law enforcement officer? How in all reality, because. The way as a cop I see it, I feel like as soon as they throw me in there, um, at, my first thought is I'm in a lot of danger. And you see the movies and stuff. But in all reality, is it is it just enough to keep them out of it? Like, hey, we're not going to risk it? Or are they really, do you think they're... It, when it comes to the county jail and stuff you see in the movies, stuff see, I'm sure you hate watching cop movies sometimes. You yeah, know, you're unrealistic. counting bullets and how he, who's who's cocking revolvers and you know who's yeah. every time you're going to put a shotgun <laughs> shell on something. So the thing with corrections, I watch movies and I was like, in most movies, every correctional officer either they're fat or um, they're or they're uh, they're fat, stupid, or dirty. I'm not gonna say a lot of them are fat, but uh, but you know every correctional officer in the movie is usually dirty. I think they're gonna fall. Oh, it's not gonna fall. That they're dirty or they cause a problem. So same thing. So it's not like the movies all the time. I'm trying to think if we get any. I think we had prior law enforcement guys that were law enforcement years ago that was in general population because no one really knew from other states. But usually, if it's well known and they can't, it goes to PC and no one's gonna mess with them. No one's threatening. No one in PCs threatening them. No one's messing with them and stuff like that. And but they they're paying the ass out sometimes. We had one guy. He Cops was are paying the ass. When he was a cop a long time ago. I forget he was in trouble but from bad shit. He's in prison now. But he'd be the one taking notes on every officer walking over oh, there. What he, a he, buddy he one of those guys. Yeah, I'm more or less talking about the cops that a DUI. Yeah. A guy has a DUI, DUI or a domestic, domestic case. Something that could be easily happen to any one of us. Yeah. Um, not like guy moving like ten kilos with a squad car. I'm talking about just regular everyday yes. crimes. Yeah, they're going to PC and they usually bond out pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, because it, I mean, it happens with correctional officers. They get in trouble with some stuff. They come to jail. We got to put them in PC so they get bonded out. You know, and I'm talking about I'm talking about DUI. Like someone get a DUI or a domestic. Yeah, it's or, mainly like or a bench warrant for not paying child. I mean, something stupid. Yeah. You know, something that anyone could do that any one of us could do any day or maybe got away with. Yeah. Yeah, that or yeah, like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of corrections and law enforcement officers that'll pass judgment on one of their own when they get busted because me and Sam talk about it all the time. When you're when when you lose your shield because of your action or something happens to you, ever ninety eight percent of your work friends are gonna they're not even gonna they're gonna st- all they're gonna cut do cut you off. Yeah, they're gonna cut you off because yeah. they're not really your friends. But B, you know, they're, they, I think sometimes they don't want to think about that they do it all the time, too. Um, you I, know I, what I'm saying? I got fired from the feds, not even for anything criminally. And I don't talk to any of those people anymore. I worked for feds for two years. And I got fired from Coleman. And um, like I said, no one, right? A few people reached out to me. So it was all the news. You can actually Google it up. There was, in, there was an inmate that gunned down. Uh, gunned down is masturbating in the jail. He gunned down. Remember, gunned, I told gun, you about that. Gunned down a female. I told you. <laughs> I told him because I, I, I tried for this certain county. Yeah. And when I took the you test. You said running the gun. Running the gun. Gun down, run, yeah. Yeah, gun down, running the gun is a Thank gun. Thank you. It's a gun. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I fucking told you. So, so, um, so this, this. By the what? way, you guys didn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this, what would you do if yeah. someone. <laughs> 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 we settled the scores. So 
we talk about gunning down. So this guy guns down a female officer who happened to have a boyfriend at work that was in an officer. That's the only worst thing to do. I thought being the, you know, I was like, if, if you're... You jerk off in front of my girlfriend? Yeah, like, <laughs> I know, I can tell you this DOC story about that too. All these guys got fired because they jerked off from her. I'll tell you that in a second. But she jerked, so they take the inmate, bring him to special housing, put him in a cell with a guy, and you could actually Google this. It's all, it was a big case. They put him in a cell mm-hmm. with an inmate, they nickname was Animal. This guy raped and beat him to death all night long, this guy, and killed him. The security guard or the correctional? No, the the inmate. They made like a gun down. They think I killed. They got raped and killed. From they put him. Okay, our, so our special housing. Oh, was right. this story. Clarify this is going so fast. Oh, I'm sorry. Guy jerks off in front of female corrections officer. At a female, he male her, he runs the gun. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, at her. Okay, okay, I get it. When I say I don't get something, and then eight people start screaming at me. All right, so the jerks Friday? off at her. Friday. Sorry, at her. Her boyfriend, another officer, another corrections officer, then sticks him in with Animal, uh, the lieutenant, and then put him in with a guy named Animal, and he rapes him and beats the other. They made the gun down, was raped and beat up all night long for other inmate and killed him. Wow, just and they well, won't, they, well, well they, that is a pretty serious. thing. Well, they get charged and they actually go to they go to prison for jerking um, off. No, no, no. The, the people, the officers that put him in that cell got charged, oh. and the, the lieutenant, the lieutenant that got me, James, got me fired. He got demoted and switched to some like federal jail like on the other side of the country small yeah. place so yeah so can yeah. they do that the the federal jail system just send you where they want yeah they, you're at needs of the federal you, government if, right when you promoted when you were promoted in the federal to say i want to be a lieutenant you're not gonna be a lieutenant in the prison you worked at you're going somewhere else in the country yeah so yeah you're bouncing around the country so wow. but they can move you if they want to move you but is, you said it's good money that's anywhere oh it's federal is great money but when i was there i mean i was this is 20 years ago i worked feds la Holy cow, I made so much money. Even with federal with California tax, I made so much money in Los Angeles working in federal corrections. Oh, and again, unlimited overtime. Um, I like that big, I like the penitentiary. I like working in the county jail. I love it, but I always like the penitentiary state prison atmosphere differently. Different different kind of inmate. But yeah, that whole, uh, I know another guy in DOC too. Guy, one guy passed away in a, in a car accident. I love the guy. It's one of the captains now. He passed away. But years ago, he's dating some girl. And um, he and they make guns are down, so they bring him to an area. They all beat him up really bad. It's a county county. They all get fired. What year was this? This is oh, we're going back two thousand five, I think six. Different they, times. Yeah, they um they beat this guy really bad. They walked in front of these cameras. They all get fired. Well, they fight it. They all get their jobs back. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. 